Uh, that's why we should have married each other because we would have died at the same time. Oh, absolutely. We would have probably killed each other. Oh, my God. Immediately. Honeymoon. Uh. Uh, 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 uh. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, the drama. The drama. Oh, Republicans would use this as an example of why gays should have rights. Oh, oh my God. God I yes. wish. Uh, I would love to be the name of like a lawsuit. <laughs> the Garcia Van Sickle. Versus the state. Ugh. Yes, yes, yes. And out came talk. Talk, talk. Hello. Hi. 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 We're here. We're back. Yes. After one week. Mm. Six days from the last episode, we're back again. We're killing it. <laughs> we're killing it. We're crushing it. Yeah. We're here. We're doing an amazing job. We're doing an amazing sweetie. job, sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, welcome to Straight People Movies. It's a podcast where we two gays get together. We watch a movie made for straight people and we ask the question, why? 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 We haven't done that in a while. That's yeah, fun. Yeah, that was really fun. Yeah. I like the sound. It's a good one. <laughs> Me too. Uh, my name is Dylan Garcia. And I'm Kirk Havansicle. And we're here. I'm we excited. Are. I don't know why it feels like the last episode was so long ago. <laughs> I, me, it does. I just, maybe a lot's happened in the last week. So much has happened. I mean, I saw Nope. You saw, I also saw Nope. Saw an IMAX. Oh, wow. I'm jealous. Yeah. Oh, it was so nice. I kind of wish IMAX. I saw an IMAX because I was like one of those girls that was like not excited to see the movie. And then I ended up like actually really loving it a lot. And it's my favorite movie by him. Oh, that's wild. Yeah. I still, I'm still working on my feelings about it. And uh, I think I love Us the most, but this is very, 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 very good. I've, I did give it a three and a half and I might change it. It was one of those movies where like during it, I was like, I don't know how I feel about this. And by the end, I was like, I really liked that a lot. And then two yeah. days later, I was like, actually, I think I loved that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Because I can't stop thinking about it. It's incredible. And just, that fucking shoe. Yeah, the shoe's amazing. I She's literally have already, like, I've had so many discussions with people about, like, that, like, liked it but didn't love it. And then I, like, go off on my, like, little tangents about why I think <laughs> it's amazing. And But legitimately, and this is, like, every cinephile's dream, they go, actually, when you put it like that, it makes me appreciate the movie a lot more. And I'm like, yes, win. <laughs> um, you just come a little bit in your face. Yeah, no, to, like, literally all I ever want in this world is to be validated <laughs> in that way. Um and yeah, I just think, I think what I really liked about it is like, we've talked a lot about in our movie club, like movies about making movies and like mm. how they're really annoying. This is the best movie about making a movie, but it's not really about making a movie. It's like a metaphor about making a movie that yeah. I've ever seen. And it, but you can still enjoy the movie without thinking about any of that. Yeah. It's, it's just a movie about pals hanging out. It really is. And I think that that's what I liked about it. I know you are a big us girl. Mm -hmm. My problem with us is it was a little too heavy handed with the themes. Mm -hmm. What I liked about Nope is it was like, you can just enjoy this movie for what it is if you want, or if you want to dig deeper, you can. And I think it yeah. had a nice balance. I think that was the thing. It was like, I was waiting just because like get out and us have like such big, like our big theme movies. And then I was waiting. I was like, okay, when is it? And Nope. When is the theme going to reveal itself? And then like credits rolled. And I was like, Oh, there was no like larger societal message with this movie. Like, it's no. a movie about movies. I mean, it has like some stuff, but it's mm -hmm. it's subtle and it's like it's not wagging the finger so much, which I think I, no. I kind of liked about yeah. the movie. Yeah, I loved it. I, love I also all the just like shit. love a like. I've always been a big fan of like a. I guess this is a spoil. No, you know what? I don't. It's too. The movie just came too out. Early. I'm not going to spoil it. Yeah. No. Ask us in two weeks. Ask us, and we'll talk about it more in two weeks. Talk but anyway, Alexa, set a timer for two weeks. <laughs> Don't tell me what the timer is. Speaking of movies that you can just enjoy for what they are, or if you want to <laughs> dig deeper, you can get some other meaning from it. Um, what movie are we doing this week? We've been talking about doing this movie for a while now. This is and truly an OG straight people movies movie that's behind the scenes we've been talking about. It's, we're doing American Psycho. Yeah. I, and I'm kind of surprised like it has taken this long for us to do mm -hmm. this film. We did it. Because to here. me, this is up there with like Donnie Darko, Pulp Fiction, mm -hmm. like the millennial Gen X, I guess, like 
classic straight bro movies. Like, mm-hmm. this is... It was wild because I was like, I'd never seen this movie before. Which uh, is nuts to me. I know, it's crazy. And I was watching it and I was like, oh, I've seen this movie through memes. I've seen this entire movie played out through memes. You've seen this movie through memes, through other movies trying to be this movie, mm-hmm. and Kanye West doing uh, the reenactment of the scene of him killing Jared Leto as a promo for Yeezus. Uh-huh, 100%. Yeah. And it's like... It ruled. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's it. The movie it ruled. ruled? It ruled. Yeah. It ruled. It, it kicked fucking... Ass. Dylan. <laughs> I I think other than Donnie Darko, this might be one of my favorite movies that we've done for the show. Um, I find... I think that this might be my favorite comedy ever made. Mm-hmm. I think it is a fucking laugh riot. It's like so Like he funny. says, brave Africa, oh Africa. It was a laugh riot. <laughs> um... I think this movie is absolutely hilarious. I think it is so mean and mm-hmm. fucked and hateful, and I love everything about it. Um, I just think it's perfect in every way. I just yeah. really do. Let's give the people a little uh, little synopsis before we dig deeper into yeah, it. Yeah, because I'm ready to dig I'm ready it. To... And I'm so excited that you've never seen it before because it's I... like we got – Someone that just watched it, and then I've watched this movie way too many times <laughs> over the years. Like, first time at, like, 16, like, the prime age to, oh, like, yeah. get into That's this movie. Um, and they've loved it more and more every year since. Um, so, anyway, mm-hmm. we're talking about American Psycho today. It's the 2000 film by Mary Heron, starring Christian Bale, Willem Dafoe, Jared Leto, Reese Witherspoon, Chloe Sevigny, Samantha Mathis, and Justin Theroux. And Justin Thoreau. I know. Mm. I know. And what a cast. What a, what a fucking Such a good cast. cast. This is the cast. first and last time that we'll ever have Chloe Sevigny in a movie. I know. <laughs> Unless maybe we do Zodiac, but that's it. Yeah, Those maybe. are her two Ooh. straight people movies. Let's do Zodiac. <laughs> I would love to do Zodiac. Um. So anyway, the plot of the movie is Christian Bale is a yuppie investment baker. Ba- baker. Baker. Bank. <laughs> He's a baker. He's a um, baker, baby. This is the bear. Um. Who just so happens to be a serial killer who talks about music the same way we do. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Whenever he was like, I really enjoy <laughs> the, the music of Phil Collins. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's like how I talk about fucking the White Stripes or whatever. No, it's so funny because I feel like in the parts of the movie where he's like, before when he was a genesis, I thought it was too arty, too abstract. <laughs> and I'm like, we're the opposite of Patrick Bateman. We're the ones that are like, we really liked it when Phil Collins was doing this stuff because it was arty and abstract. Yeah. <laughs> Then he got yeah, too I mainstream. Would, I would be talking about Peter Gabriel the same way that he talked about Phil Collins. Uh, oh, absolutely. I'd be like, mm-hmm. I probably, my, like, I'm about to kill somebody album would probably be like Kate Bush's The Dreaming, <laughs> in which I'm like, everyone says Hounds of Love is her masterpiece, but undisputedly, this is actually her best mm-hmm. work. And then I would like chop somebody up to sit yeah. in your lap. And um, I would I would do the same thing to Intimacy by Block Party. Yes, uh, which seems like a perfect murder someone in your condo. Uh, oh, amazing! Album. Imagine killing someone to signs. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and then thinking about it, sitting in their blood, listening to Biko. Oh, it's, gorgeous, mm, gorgeous. Oh, and if you uh, uh, want to watch this film right now, it is currently available to stream on Cinemax. It's also uh, able available to stream on HBO Max. That's what I watched oh, yeah. it on. Nice. Um, so a couple different ways you can you can watch yeah. this film. Mm. My HBO, my Apple TV automatically sent me to Cinemax because I have a Cinemax subscription. Interesting. Like my lunatic. Apple TV sent me to HBO Max. Uh, I think <laughs> Apple TV is like, you have a Cinemax subscription? Why? Yeah, they're like, I guess watch it. something on this. <laughs> they need to blow the dust off of this. Yeah. Like a like an old dusty book. <sighs> Cinemax. American Psycho. Um. So yeah. American yeah, Psycho. Yeah, rules. American it Psycho. It whips ass. It whips it ass. Is- the funniest part to me, I think, is, it's the hardest I laugh in the movie, is whenever Chloe Seventy's on the phone and Christian Bale's behind her holding the fucking nail gun. Oh, so good. It's fully like Austin Powers shit. That whole scene is... It's incredible. I love it when he holds up the nail gun and he just goes, I guess you could just say that I'm looking for a real and intimate type connection with somebody. <laughs> uh, <laughs> or something like that. And and But also, it's for me... The funniest for first off, this is Christian Bale's best performance in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think this that. is my favorite thing he's ever done. I just think he completely and utterly like just rocks this character. Like it just would not work without his performance. 
He's so viscerally horrible and disgusting and empty, as he mm-hmm. says himself. It's pretty astounding to watch. It's astounding to watch a movie where he's in it the whole time and we're watching the whole movie through his eyes and he's such a horrible person with no redeeming qualities and he's not (laughs) likable at all other than being hot. Yeah, that's... Maybe that's the power of hotness. Mm -hmm. I think Mary Heron knew that. She knew. She knew that. Well, it's crazy. I was reading about this, how like she was on this movie originally to direct it and then got fired and replaced with Oliver Stone. Oh, God. Ugh. And then Oliver Stone quit, and they rehired her. Could you imagine the Oliver Stone version of this movie? How fucking terrible it would have be. been. So bad. I do think it's really depressing. Like Mary Heron, she's like another one of those directors where you're like, how could you make one of the most important postmodern works of the last like twenty years and have no career? I know. Well, she did the Notorious Betty Page, and that movie flopped, and everyone hates it. And then she just went to director jail for so long. That's what happens with female directors, I've noticed. Mm-hmm. They make one bad movie, and it's over for them. While yep, we'll Kusama. just Yeah, we'll just keep giving money to, like, I don't know. Who's a who's a director that kind of sucks? Who's I mean, I was going to say the the guy who did, like, Lost City of Z and Ad Astra, James Gray. Yeah, yeah, who, they just keep giving him money. All those movies make $12. Who's yeah. seeing them? <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I've seen I Shot Andy Warhol. That movie's fun. But I've not heard of any of these other movies other than the Notorious Betty Page. Mm-hmm. I do remember. I feel like when that movie came out, Betty Page, that was around the time I was starting to really get into like the Oscars. And I remember like mm-hmm. the early buzz for that movie was like, "Oh my god!" Like, what's her face? Her the, career also tanked after this. Um, yeah, Genevieve Gretchen Mole. Gretchen Mole. Like everyone was like, "Oh, this is like she's gonna get nominated." Like this and that, but it didn't nope. happen that way. I've never seen it. Is it good? Have you seen it? No, I've never seen it. I'm kind of curious. I wonder if it's like one of those like just kind of maybe misunderstood. Movies, because it's the same director of American Psycho, and it's the same um, screen partner, screenwriting partner, mm. Guinevere Ter- Turner. So I'm like, I mean, they did such a good job with American Psycho. It's like hard to believe that they would fuck this up that bad. Yeah, it looks like uh, Roger Ebert liked it. Mm. I mean, me and him don't tend to agree on a lot of things, but yeah, because he hated- it has a 57 on Rotten Tomatoes, so you know it. Uh, he hated the Doom Generation in nowhere, so. So, Anyone that shits on my rest in peace. Ha- yeah, rest <laughs> in peace, Roger Ebert. Um, but anyway, yeah, the movie. It's fucking hilarious. It's so, it's so funny. funny. I remember the first time I watched it. I do think I was a little too young to get it. Um, which is why it is one of those movies where like a lot of teenagers watch this, but they probably shouldn't. No. Because, like, I mean, obviously, like more so than Joker, actually. This is really the incel movie mm-hmm. in the sense of like if you want to bring in the whole like alpha beta like all the like type shit that like incels are obsessed with like mm-hmm. i think they do see like bateman as like an alpha oh yeah i mean he type character takes care of himself he works out he has his crazy skincare regimen he's really into art and music and he's hot he fucks and kills he's bitches hot and fu- yeah and he's 27 yeah, he's 27, I know. Isn't that fucking fuck terrible? Fuck yeah, I mean, that, when they said he was 27, I think it'd been, I think it's probably been since I was 27 since I watched this movie, so I was like, mm, don't love no. that. Um, but <laughs> I will say that when I watched it, I didn't really get that it was a comedy. I think I went into it expecting it to be a horror film. Mm-hmm. So I remember being like, huh, this isn't really that scary until like the iconic scene where he chases um Kara Seymour with the chainsaw with mm. the the tennis shoes on oh my it's so god good. what a but puppy. even that scene it's like it feels it's like definitely like it's he's obsessed with Texas Chainsaw Massacre yeah and it's like even that like it, it feels it doesn't feel scary to me it just feels like some dude recreating his favorite movie yeah it's so postmodern it like mm-hmm. it's kind of like it's kind of stupid how postmodern the movie is yeah <laughs> it's also really cool because, you know, we discussed when we did Donnie Darko, like, oh, maybe it was too soon to do 80s aesthetic. But, like, this movie came out a year before Donnie Darko was doing 80s. I think probably one of the most accurate portrayals of, like, what – I mean, I guess I can't say it's accurate or not because I didn't live through the 80s. But <laughs> yeah, to no. me, there's a real – it feels aesthetic. Like, you mm-hmm. know you're in the 80s, but it doesn't feel like – It doesn't feel like Stranger Things. Yeah. yeah. It yeah, I mean, feel... it's a different thing. It's like office building 80s, you know? Yeah. It's like Wall Street 80s. But even, like, The Wolf of Wall Street is, like, more... I don't know. I just appreciated how, like, bare bones everything looked. I know that minimalism mm-hmm. was really big at this time, so... Well, um, basically only three locations in the movie. It's, like, the office, the restaurant, and the apartment. 
Yeah, that's so true. The two apartments. Oh my God, I gag every time when Kara Seymour says, this is a lot nicer than your other apartment. <laughs> I'm like, that's what he decided to fucking chop her up. Uh, was when she said that shit. Um, he's so mad. But yeah, it's uh, it's definitely a movie where I uh, the humor was lost on me. And then as I kept watching it, like over the years, I realized like how fucking funny it was. Mm-hmm. I also just don't think I understood. There's a lot of context I think you gotta have to have some understanding of to get the movie because you gotta understand 80s yuppie Reagan era like bros on Wall Street. You have to kind of mm-hmm. have an understanding of what that looked like and what that was. And I think that he's a representation of like when you're so rich and so spoiled and so greedy, like where else is there to go from there? Uh, mm-hmm. Other yeah. than killing some people. You just gotta, as, uh, what's left to conquer, but like the, it's very like a most dangerous game kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I love that this was written by a gay dude. Yes, I. This is so. This is probably the first and last movie we'll ever do for this podcast <laughs> that's directed by a woman and uh, written by a gay man. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, Brett Easton Ellis is definitely one of those controversial figures that mm-hmm. I just think it's kind of camp. Like he kind of got a lot of flack. I don't think he's very online anymore. But I remember a couple years Ooh. ago he was online, and he's definitely one of those like old vanguard gays that's like very anti millennial and like mm-hmm. hit, you know you're all a bunch of snowflakes this and that. And I'm like, hey, Glenn Greenwald. Like, okay, wrote wrote American Psycho and the Rules of Attraction. Brad Easton Ellis, tell me about yeah. being a fucking snowflake. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Seriously, dude. But yeah, he's an interesting guy for sure he's a weirdo he's hateful he's a he's a dark person uh i mean this is uh, you just love the the works of Brady snells because like one of your other favorite movies of all time is the rules of attraction i do although i will say that i've read the book and the movie and the movie of the rules of attraction is very different than the book okay. i've read american psycho and i would say the tone is pretty similar to the movie okay. the book is just a lot more fucked up and graphic, like way gotcha. worse than the movie could ever even dream to be. Like, interesting, just stuff that like no normal person would ever want to <laughs> sit through watching. Um, he does reference a couple of them at the end though, when he's on the phone with his lawyer. He's like, I killed like a fag and his dog. Like, that's like the most like disturbing scene from the book to me is when he kills like uh, gay, gay bash kills this person. It's pretty, ew. pretty brutal. And uh, he also kills a child in the oh, book great. at a, in public. Uh, oh, cool. Yeah. Do you want me to tell you about it? It's really fucked up. It'll make yeah, you feel, let's go. It'll make you feel bad. Um, so the scene is he's at the zoo and he, uh, he like chokes out or does something to a, like a toddler and then pretends to be a doctor to help resuscitate him and then kills him <laughs> further in front of his mom. <laughs> Isn't that like who comes up with that shit? Brett, dude. (laughs) Come on, man. So I'm like, I mean, it's like stuff like that where I'm like, I'm glad that wasn't in the movie because I think the humor, you can do that really, really, really dark humor in a book, I think effectively, but in a movie, I do think you have to be careful because visual Mm -hmm. information is so visceral. Yeah. Um, Yeah. It's just hard to like, like the only director of all time that can pull it off is Tot Salons. <laughs> the yeah. only one. A hundred percent. But yeah. Uh, I mean, well, kind of speaking of Tot Salons, like I, I kind of view this movie in a trilogy with Fight Club, American Beauty and American Psycho as kind of these movies about like the, the ennui of the working class. And oh, I guess he's not really working class. He is like rich in this movie, but still like there's levels of, if Fight Club is kind of like the lowest part of being a worker, American Beauty is kind of the middle class, and then American Psycho is the upper class, they still all feel of a piece t- of, to me. Yeah, that, I think that's a I really good this. point. There's a malaise to the the, the mm. modern day. Um, yeah. Although American Psycho is set in the 80s, I suppose, and the other two films are modern modern day for the time, mm-hmm. late 90s. But, but I do think the late 90s, like... Um, thoughts like the the kinds of things that people were going through culturally mm-hmm. in the 90s come through in this film i mean even like a silly movie like office space i think is like a really mm-hmm. good example of like the malaise of the average worker like that everything's oh, yeah. pointless and you're alone okay computer by radiohead i would also put into that realm uh there, emergency and i by the dismemberment plan exactly like it's just yeah. i feel like there was a like gen x malaise really started like i feel like we're having our millennial malaise right now yeah 
So I could see movies, more movies like this getting made. Uh, if we would just stop being so obsessed with like rich, spoiled hipsters in New York. Um, yeah. And no then we could actually watch interesting movies about people. That'd mm-hmm. be cool. Um, like Nope, for example. Exactly. Um, but Although yeah. that movie is about people in like the movie industry. <laughs> but American Psycho like is a critique, obviously, of, of that yeah. sort of person. And you're not supposed to like like him or anything. Um, although he is very funny. Um, he's funny and he's cool. <laughs> yeah, he is cool. I do think it's pretty amazing that his favorite musical is Les Miserables. Um, yes. That he has it to, above his toilet. That the is poster. such a clue to his character, I think. Because it's like, oh, he probably loves it because it's about watching, like, poor people rise against the ruling class and yeah. win. Um, <laughs> it's almost like you could read that Patrick Bateman... I feel like there's a sense in the movie that Patrick Bateman wants to be caught and he does what he does oh, because yeah. he wants to suffer or to feel something, right? That like late 90s mm-hmm. kind of bullshit of, I want to feel something. I want to feel, man. Um, and that, that what I love about the ending to the film is that no matter what he does, he will never, ever face the consequences for it because he's so privileged and rich. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why he laughs at the end. Uh, because yeah. it's like, oh man, like I literally like fucked all this up. I went on a goddamn murder spree <laughs> and I still didn't get caught. It's just literally. so, it's just a comedy. Um, yeah. I think uh, now that we're like more obsessed with like the rich and like taking down the rich, I think if people took this movie seriously instead of like it being like a meme movie at this point. Cause I feel like this movie is, has just become a meme. Oh, absolutely. And that no one actually watches it seriously anymore. It's all just like the images that are prevalent in this they're, movie. Yeah. They're so d- taken away from the film. Yeah. You know, it's like the image of like Patrick. I mean, I love that shot of him like in the mirror, like looking at himself mm-hmm. in the mirror while he fucks one of the prostitutes. Um, him pointing at the CD, him pointing, uh, the yeah the bloody yeah, the face CD, um yeah there's so many in this movie even the willem dafoe uh willem mm-hmm. dafoe has one from the movie yeah I, it's yeah. i've seen even like the now let's see the replies well, i don't know the original quote but i've seen like it quoted on twitter like i can't remember the scene it's, never mind uh, but this movie is so devoid of context now that I think if people went back and watched it, like, oh, this actually is in, like a pretty damning indictment of like the rich in America. That's what's so ironic to me because I feel like a lot of people, like, I mean, in our circles, the the images are used very ironically. Um, but I but I, I do know from talking to friends that it it it's a very popular meme in like kind of the you know incelly. Oh, type. I mean, community. back whenever I was. Just for context, I was on exclusively the music board on 4chan like 15 years ago because I used to be able to download music all the time. But even then, American Psycho was used a lot as a meme. And that was back in like, back whenever I would download Odd Future mixtapes. Well, it goes into the the conversation of like, it can, if media is too nuanced, is it dangerous? You know, like Mm -hmm. I'm of the, the camp of like, it's not the movie's fault that it's too smart for its audience. But at the same time, it's like, is American psycho like bad for society? Because it's (laughs) the message isn't clear enough. Uh, you know, I don't know. Yeah. I don't, I think that the things that are real bad for society are like poorly made YouTube documentaries about how like, QAnon shit. Yeah, or guns. Or guns. <laughs> <laughs> guns are also really bad. Um, uh, yeah, the only gun... Are there guns in this movie? The only gun is like the nail gun. No, he he shoots people at the end. Yeah, oh, wait, little, no, yeah, you're he right. He goes on a little spree. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I like the part where he goes through... He, like, shoots the security guard of that building, and then, like, a janitor comes out of the elevator, and then he, like, goes through a round door, like, those roundabout doors, and he, like, comes so back good. in and so shoots good. him. So fucking good. So funny. Uh, all right. Why do straight people like this movie? We touched on a little bit, but like memes. Yeah. I mean, I think that that is probably the main reason why anyone younger at this point would even visit this movie. Yeah. Like, is is American Psycho more known as a movie at this point, or is it known as Christian Bale pointing at something? Yeah. I feel like if you, like sampled a bunch of young people. I, I wonder how many of them would know it's from this movie. And yeah. You show them the image and be like, what is this? And then they would just be like, I don't know. It's from, you know, Reddit. 
Yeah, exactly. I think so. Yeah, I think the memes... Um, I think that straight people also really like this movie because it's a very mean-spirited movie. It's super misogynistic and homophobic. Mm -hmm. I mean, ironically so, but I feel like this day and age, maybe it'd be kind of nice for some of these, uh, the Diet Coke incels, the ones that are a little like, I don't want (laughs) to be a bad person, but I kind of want to be a bad person. Americans like it might be a good way to get some of those feelings out, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I uh I mean I always see like you know whenever you go to like a I don't know they have like a lot of Austin like the first Thursday uh sort of or like places where people make their own art but it's always like movie related art and it'll be like the like a poster like a screen screen printed poster of like Christian Bale with a bloody face or like the Joker or like the Sopranos it's weird that like. American Psycho is, like, in that camp of, like, movies that only exist as, like, images on posters that you buy at, like, gift shops in Austin. Yeah, totally. But it's, like, so much smarter than all these other movies. It's, like, it's like it's like basically Elf at this point. No, it's weird. It really <laughs> is weird. It's so divorced from the film itself. It's which so is a weird. shame because the movie is so good. I know. Um, <laughs> but I will say this. I... I don't want to like throw any of my straight guy friends under the bus here. I do. But I do feel like I've had conversations over the years with some of my straight guy friends about American Psycho because most of the time the people that love this movie are straight men. Mm-hmm. And um, I will say that they're not, they did seem to be a little less concerned with understanding the movie than with just like the funny lines that are like fucked up in it that they mm-hmm. like to laugh at, which I mean, same. Yeah. <laughs> like I like to say, I, I have to return some videotapes. Um, but I want to get out of something. Same. But same. I do think that like, yeah, it's like so clear the movies from his point of view. And that's why all the girls are bimbos and are stupid. And that's why like the gay character is like a floppy prissy faggot. Like, you know, like that. <laughs> He's what... fully the, the, like the, the guy on Frasier who runs like the classical hour or I've whatever. Never seen Frasier. Girl. Sure Frasier's right. so good. <laughs> <laughs> but but you get you get what I'm saying. It's yeah. like I don't find the scene with Lewis threatening because mm-hmm. it's so campy in its own weird way. It, it, it's funny because I do actually feel like American Psycho is a gay person movie, but it became a straight person movie. Because it was taken from us. It's too nuanced. Mary mm-hmm. did too good of a job adapting <laughs> this. That Mary. It's just not clear enough. Even though the movie yeah. is super campy in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Um, cause yeah, I, I think the way that Lewis is played is so over the top. Well, it's so weird. Cause like, I feel like horror is automatically seen as a straight genre. Whenever like any surface level understand anything beyond a surface level of horror, you understand that it's like actually like a very gay genre and very subversive genre it's kind of like the same thing with like dance music where it's like edm is seen as this very like straight bro you know culture shit like that but like its roots were very queer and very black it's more black than queer totally i agree with you yeah and it's like there here's this like perfect example of like a very queer horror movie from a like female point of view from a gay point of view that has been warped to be by the straights. Mary and Brett did too good of a job portraying a shitty straight dude that they can relate to. Yeah. <laughs> like accidentally, like people are like, oh yeah, Patrick, I like get this guy. And I it's like, it. oh no, 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 no. You weren't supposed to get him. I mean, you're supposed to get cool. him, but not like relate to him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. No, totally. It's a, it's such a strange phenomenon. I think out of all movies in the world, I can think of that the actual content of the movie goes so against like the fandom. It's probably American mm-hmm. Psycho. It's like the rage against the machine of movies. Yep. Well, it's weird because like those movies that I, I mentioned earlier, Fight Club and American Beauty, they all have a queer element to them. Like Fight Club written by Chuck Palahniuk, American Beauty, unfortunately starring Kevin Spacey. This movie written by Brady and Ellis, all these like movies that are defining generational like movies about the ennui of modern American existence are all queer. Yeah, no, I, I, it, it begs the question of, like, is it because these were written by Gen X gay writers and they're just too, like, heteronormative? Um, or is it that 
get, straight men connect more with gay ideology than they probably would like to think. Because I think it's probably the latter. latter. Yeah, same. I think it's the <laughs> latter. I think that like straight men have issues getting in touch with their emotions, right? Like mm. that's the that's the gag with them, right? From men are from Mars and all that <laughs> stupid shit. And I do think that, like, especially in the late 90s where that book that I just referenced was out and mm. there was a lot of, like, conversation around gender happening again. I mean, it's always happening, but there was a again. And then, you know, Girls Gone Wild is coming out. I don't know. There's, mm. like, this big push to be, like, girls need to be slutty and stupid and hot again. And guys need to be, like, bros again. Mm-hmm. And I feel like what was happening was that gay men were, like, commenting on that. And going yeah. like, isn't this fucking hilarious? And just rife with humor. <laughs> and then straight men were like, ha ha ha, I totally relate to this. And it's like, oh, you're supposed to like relate to it and then go, oh, yikes. You know? But <laughs> well, they I guess it's all like, it's all like in response to like Reagan-ness, which is like, yeah. the, to, which is the straightest part or the straightest era of our country. Ironically, because and... I feel like music and movie wise, oh, like the 80s oh, was yeah. so gay. Mm-hmm. There was just such a push pull. I actually would argue that we've not seen such a divide between classes, right, since the 80s. Mm-hmm. Uh, and not just class, but like it's also like art, you know, like the whole thing with like Patrick Bateman likes like Huey Lewis in the news and Phil Collins. Um, it's like, I feel like that same thing's happening now. Like we're starting to get like so many straight men and women that are very like, oh, traditional values and mainstream things and. You know, being a trad wife, like it's all like, I mean, it comes up again, but it's like very like, it's happening with like Red Scare and shit where like they're all turning to like weird Catholic Republicans. Yeah. It's very, very odd. Um, <laughs> I was just reminded of that line. My favorite line that Justin Thoreau says is he goes, what about like all the like, you know, things that are going on in Sri Lanka, honey? Like what about like, didn't you hear that? Like all the six are like totally like... Killing the Israelis <laughs> over and or whatever it is. I, I sound okay. stupid too, but um, but I love the way he delivers that line. Cause to me, that is like what it is to be like a rich, white, like intellectual mm. man, even yeah. now. It's the exact same. Just putting other people down. Yeah. Even though you <sighs> don't actually give a shit. You don't give a shit at, at all. all. Justin Thoreau doesn't give a shit. Ugh. Well, speaking of hot dudes in this movie, I think the straightest thing about this movie is Christian Bale, who is one of our straightest actors. He's definitely one of our straightest actors. I can't think of one. The only movie he's been in that was gay is Velvet Goldmine. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I really am not. I'm drawing a blank. Like, I don't know. Like people, I mean, Little Women. He's in the original Little Women. I've never seen that. Me neither, but that that's one of those movies. He's also in Newsies, where I was like, I am yeah. just too young for it. Yeah, I watched like that in school. I mean, it's a musical, never. so kind of gay. But whenever like the musical came out, that was the first I'd ever heard of it. That's whenever so the music, they were like, Disney cult classic Newsies is getting a musical revival. I was like, I don't know what this is. I have never yeah. Heard of he's this movie. like the star of it too. I, I'm familiar um, with the work. I think the reason why Christian Bale, for first off, I think if you're a method actor, you're automatically super straight in my eyes. Yes. Like, oh my god. Yes. Name a female method actor. You can't. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Because women have a sense to them and don't <laughs> want to put. I hopefully most of the time don't want to put themselves in a position where they're ruining everyone else's day with their mm-hmm. antics. Um, so thank you, women. Thank um, you. No, I think method acting is total bullshit. Um, so dumb to not that acting. I'm like a great actor or anything, but, um, and I've heard other actors say that this is how they work, but whenever I've acted, my method is you do a lot of research and homework or learn your lines, do all that character work ahead of time so that mm-hmm. when you get on set, you are so familiar with what you're supposed to do that you can just turn all that off and just start saying the lines. Yeah, know your marks, know your lines. But then when you're out of, when you're like done saying your lines, like I've never had an issue being like, "Hey, everyone!" Like it's Kirk. you're not Austin Butler being like, <laughs> "I'm still talking like Elvis." I mean, I could see you. with accents. I could see with accents how it would be helpful to stay in it because it is mm-hmm. hard. But yeah. I do think like being in full character is crazy and That's unnecessary, insanity. and I don't think you're very good at your job, honestly. If you have to do mm-hmm. that. That's my opinion. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry, Sorry Daniel Day-Lewis. Sorry, Christian. Sorry, Daniel. Sorry, Leo. 
Mm-hmm. Sorry to these men. <laughs> but yeah, he's in so many straight movies in the 2000s. I mean, he is in Batman Begins. He's in The New World. He's in 310 to Yuma, The Dark Knight. He's in Public Enemies. He's in The Fighter. He's in The Other Dark Knight. He's in American Hustle. He's in a bunch of other, uh, what's his name, uh, uh, Malick movies. Big Short. More Malick, Vice, yeah. Ford versus Ferrari. He only does straight movies. He only That's does straight it. movies. And also, he has, like, no personality. He kind of freaks me out, like, as a human mm-hmm. being. Like, That's I feel like other people in interviews that are method actors or whatever, it's like, at least you seem like kind of a normal person in real life. Mm-hmm. Like, he, like, seems blank to me. Yeah. It's kind yeah, of creepy. He, he was almost he, too good yeah. at playing Patrick, let me just say that. Oh, he's so when I, that scene whenever he's just like looking in the mirror and he has like the the skin mask on is so, ooh, la, la, la. yeah, I know it's creepy. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say that like probably some of my favorite comedic deliveries ever of all time are by him in this movie. Um, I truly think the funniest line I've ever heard read in my entire life is when he says, "Sabrina, don't just stare at it, eat it." <laughs> <laughs> Love him. Love him. So good. He's great in this movie. I've never been a big Christian Bale girl, though, overall, I don't think. Like, yeah, he's not th- one of the either. actors I get, like, excited about. No, like, I'm trying to think of, like, the movie that I really like him. I, re- I really like him in Ford versus Ferrari. Uh, I mean, he's always good. I've never seen good. him give, like, a bad performance, necessarily. No, I just he always is committed. But also, like, male actors just don't excite me, like, at all, really. Yeah, I'm trying it's to like I am so gay in that way. Like it's just like female <laughs> actors all the way. Like that's all I care about. Yeah, sorry, sorry, bros. Yeah, yeah. Like there's performances mm-hmm. by men that I get excited about, but I'm never like excited for just an actor in general. Yeah, unless he's hot. Uh huh. But unless he's supposed to be Hoffman. Rest like in if peace, you're Christopher King. Abbott. <laughs> that I'm a senior movie because I think somebody used to ring the Christopher Abbott bell every time Christopher Abbott gets mentioned on the pod. Oh my god, that man <laughs> is so sexy. One I... of the few movies I've ever walked out of was his directorial debut. It was awful. As soon as I realized it was a parent died, had to return to my hometown movie, I was like, nope. I'm going to go home. Yeah, I think that is probably one of the worst trope movie plots ever i hate that terrible shit. i don't i don't care how unless cool it's a New gay York person is. whose family member died and they have to go back to their shitty small <laughs> town and deal with it i'm not watching that Mm-mm. if you're straight i don't care yeah i don't care like what problems do you have with your parents oh no it's a small town and it's not like brooklyn oh, oh. no your dad w- w- didn't say he was proud of you when you hit a home run <laughs> when you were 12 <laughs> don't your care. mom's not gonna understand your creative director job See, this is how people become Patrick Batemans, though, because we're making fun of, like, things that straight men go through. It's, like, very, it affects them a lot. Yeah, sorry. Sorry. Uh, is there anything else straight about this movie? Um, is it? Is there? Yeah, I mean, I think we, Christian Bale, the memeness of it, the humor is pretty straight. Yeah. I mean, no, I, well, actually, I would say the humor might be the gayest thing about the movie. Yeah, that's pretty, yeah, no. Because it's so... Mm, it's like so mean and you know, mm-hmm. gays be mean. Gays be mean. We be mean. <laughs> so. Well, is know. there anything gay about this movie? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, literally all the women in this movie. Oh, I like am, all movies. I, here's the deal. You know how I'm like obsessed with Linda Carlini's performance of Brokeback Mountain? Yes. That is how I feel about Samantha Mathis in this movie. She is barely <laughs> in this. She's got two ass scenes. Okay. She got two scenes. She mm-hmm. is so good in it. The scene where he like fucks her and she's like, hey, Patrick, am I going to see you before Easter? And he's like, basically, no. And she's like, okay, well, if I don't see you before Easter, have a nice one. Okay. And she's just like <laughs> smoking a cigarette, looking so fucking depressed. Like she's going to kill herself at any moment. Yes. I'm like, this girl is giving me everything with everything. Nothing. Yes. I love her in that movie. <sighs> It's incredible. I think Chloe Sevigny's wig. Oh, so good. It's so good. It is huge. It's like a, it looks like a helmet. It's incredible. Those bangs. I know. She looks amazing in it. And the outfits she wears are iconic in it. Iconic. It's, it's so incredible. good. Who um, is that woman? It's like, it's the woman he 
it's whenever he kills her and then chases the other oh, one. Oh yeah, his like chainsaw. friend, the one yes. that goes like, "Where do you South- summer Southampton?" Yes, her. I love her. Iconic. She's like, "I need your services. Translate that however you want." <laughs> oh, she's iconic. Yeah, she's incredible. She's like, you're making uh, yeah. me feel weird. I'm not a <laughs> lesbian, Patrick. And then, like, cut, and she's making out. Oh, so good. Yes. Uh, Reese Witherspoon is great in this. Oh. She's, like, 19 or however old oh, she is Oh, my movie. God. Reese is so good in this movie. She is so fucking funny. I wish she did more comedy still. I, I just know. think she is, like, one of our great comedic actresses. She's so funny. It's crazy because she's in, like, two of the greatest comedies of all time, Legally Blonde and Election. I know. Oh, my and God. Like, election is, like, the – oh, my God, Election. Do a comedy, girl. Why? Uh, election is so good. Election is so fucking good. I need to get the criterion of that. Yeah, me too. Um, No, she's so, so fucking bit, yeah. funny in American Psycho. Um, I Yeah, I mean, one of the iconic lines, obviously, is, you know – She's like, <laughs> she's talking to, she's like babbling to him about something. And he just goes, I want to fit in. <laughs> Their like scenes together are so good because it's like literally two people having a completely separate conversation. It's incredible. Whenever he has his headphones fully ass on in the limo or whatever, and she's just babbling on about the wedding. Incredible. Oh, so good. This is a Vietnamese pot-bellied pig. They make <laughs> darling pets, don't they? <laughs> That's gay. <laughs> gay behavior. Yeah, rich women are gay. Like, yes, they are. I don't care, like, how. I don't care when. I don't care about any other details. If you are a rich woman, you are gay to me. You're homosexual. You are yeah. a homosexual man. Yeah. <laughs> um, I love it. And, like, yeah, I agree. Every woman in that movie is fucking hilarious and um, great and... Mm-hmm. I love it. I love, I love it. it. Um, also, just like Kara Seymour, um, <laughs> I like that she's. <laughs> I like that she's like. I had to go to the emergency room the last time, and then he just like has a bundle of cash. She's like, okay, I guess. <laughs> I'm like, that's some shit I would do, honestly. I'm like, uh, it'll just be more wire hangers in my my hole. It'll be fine. <laughs> uh, what else is gay about this movie? Is there really anything else? I mean, like. I do think that Willem Dafoe <laughs> So this is really cool. Mary apparently directed him in his couple his two scenes to play them three different ways and they shot mm. them all the different ways. One way is that he thinks he did it, Christian Bale's character. One yeah. is that he's unsure and the other is that he doesn't think he did it all and he's just like going through the motions. And then she cut all of the different types uh, of performances into the scenes to make it seem so very cool. off, like yeah. pudding and weird. So you can kind of tell which ones are which like, and I think the ones where he knows that Patrick did it are so gay. Cause he's just like smiling and making direct <laughs> eye contact. And he's like, he's like, yeah, eerie, really eerie. I got that new Huey Lewis CD. That's great. <laughs> oh, to each his own. Oh, you don't like music, huh? <laughs> so good I like uh, So good I love Well yeah Willem Dafoe is just like Willem He's Dafoe's like our great There's a you, There's an yeah. actor I get excited about yeah, Willem, Willem fucking Dafoe That I yeah. will see that motherfucker I get excited When Anything. he's on a cast list Well he's gonna be In the new Yorgos movie baby Oh my god It's gonna be so fucking good I That's like number <sighs> one Excited movie That's the only thing I'm looking forward to At all this I'm looking forward to that, like the whale movie with Brendan Fraser and Sadie. That's Sink. gonna be. I can't wait for the conversations for that movie to come out. Yeah, because I know about the play. I've heard of the mm-hmm. play, and I know what it's about. And I feel yeah. like it's like, hmm. It's gonna. We'll be see what people think about that one. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, all right. Well, speaking of movies, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, let's go to our gay recommendation sections where we recommend a movie that's a little gayer than the one that we just watched. Uh, you take this away because yeah, me, yeah. So I so Dylan couldn't come up with a gay rat. I couldn't. Um, but I feel like as a black comedy aficionado, mm-hmm. um, I would actually say that most black comedies are on more on the gayer side most of the time. Yeah. Um, but I feel like a good movie to watch if you like American Psycho but you want to be a little gayer is the '90s Gus Van Sant film to die for yes. starring our queen nicole kidman mm-hmm. queen of amc um <laughs> this movie has got a very similar tone to american psycho 
It is very dark. It's the main character is a total narcissist piece of shit, except that much since, you know, Patrick is, um, I do think the, the gender is important here. Cause I feel like she plays her sociopathic tendencies in a much more female way. And it's yes. so much fun to watch. And she's so crazy in it. It's got a young Joaquin Phoenix in it. Who's also great in it. Oh, yeah. Um, highly Matt recommend. Dylan. Basically, she just wants to be a. Uh, I think she wants to be a a, a reporter. She's a weather girl. Yeah, she wants to be a weather girl, and she, no, she will, is a weather girl. She's a weather girl, but she wants to be like a, a Katie Couric type or whatever. Yeah. And she is. Let's just say she's willing to do whatever it takes to make that happen for her, <laughs> even if it's concocting crimes that are not there. Mm-mm. I love that our, our two uh, dark comedies in the '90s, two gay dark comedies in the '90s about uh, women wanting to be, you know. Diane Sawyer to die for and uh oh my god I can't remember the name of the movie uh Amy Adams Kirsten Dunst uh uh oh Drop Dead Gorgeous <laughs> Drop Dead Gorgeous oh my god which we've already yes. recommended which we already recommended before but yeah I just I love that there was a it was very it's like how boys want to be paleontologists and girls want to be news reporters it's so true yeah in the 90s, that's what everyone wanted. I mean, I wanted to be an astronaut. Also a very 90s thing to want to be. Yes. Oh, yeah. I wanted to be a paleontologist. <laughs> We're all like, dinosaurs in space. <laughs> Please. <laughs> and, and now, and look at us now. And look at us now. We're both, we followed our dreams. I'm a paleontologist. And I'm an astronaut. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, that's just proof that if you follow your dreams, anything can come true. It can come true. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Um, yeah, that's uh, to die for. That's it's to incredible. die for, baby. It's, yeah, it's so, it's so fun. Good. It's so fun. one of the great final shots of a movie. Oh, so good. It's so good. Yeah, if it you were if landing. you were mad that American Psycho ended with Christian Bale getting away with everything, you don't have to worry about that. You do <laughs> with no. uh, to die for. <laughs> Let's just yeah. say that it's it has such a just mwah, perfect ending. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Anything else about American Psycho before we let our people go? Um, I feel like I said all my favorite lines. Yeah. Um, I do like, can you quiet down? I am trying to do drugs in here. <laughs> um, just uh, the way everyone says everything in this movie is so fucking hilarious to me. I think the, the business card scene oh. is oh. incredible. Oh, it's amazing. Unreal. So fucking hilarious. But that that should be one of the scenes like in like in the Oscars where they play like North by Northwest and like the Godfather shit. Put that scene in the in the compilation. Oh yes, please. The business card scene. It's so good. So good. Um yeah, I think I, I think we we got all the good ones. Um right. Well, we're going to go uh, kill some people. Just kidding, we're not. Yeah, we're going to go uh, thrill kill. I'm going to go thrill kill. I'm going to go put on uh, No Jacket Required and, you know, vibe. Uh, we do need to can... figure out, like, what, 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 really, though, what song would you want to kill someone to, be honest? Ooh, good call. Um, I mean, should it be exciting or should it be, like... I feel like the, the juxtaposition, like you're singing the Rain Clockwork Orange kind of moment. Gotcha. Is good, you know? I mean, I would probably kill someone to um, Does Not Suffice by Joanna Newsom. Okay. <laughs> wow, you said this is a romantic death. <laughs> That's a breakup. Yeah, I'd kill, I'd you're kill gonna my... kill that motherfucker like you're an audition. You're gonna be like mm. slowly chopping off limbs as I'm packing up my pretty dresses and my and my necklaces and my boas and stuff. That's when I kill them. If I were to kill someone romantically, it'd probably be into Fade Into You by Mazzy Star. Uh, yes. <laughs> Imagine just like kissing someone and then just like stabbing them. Like yes. and they're like Ugh! to fade into you. I mean, like I... iconic. I've always wondered, like, what is the, like, <laughs> the, like, biological, like, reaction that happens, you know, like in movies where someone gets stabbed in the stomach and then they immediately start coughing up blood? Yeah. I just want to see what that looks like in an x-ray. Like, h- how does that happen? No, that is actually one of my biggest things about <laughs> horror movies in general is I don't like how death is, like, portrayed in a lot of them. I'm not, like, an expert or anything, mm-hmm. but one time I watched a French movie, actually. Uh, French, a new extreme... extreme Ooh, which one? Uh, Claire Denis' Trouble oh, Every Day. Mm-hmm. And in the movie there's a cannibalism scene. And what I really thought was really disturbing about it is that the guy couldn't scream because he was choking on his own blood. 
And I found it very disturbing. And -hmm. I was like, I feel like in horror movies, like, yes, it's part of the aesthetic and the camp of it for them to be screaming and crying, like when they're being killed. But in reality, if you were being stabbed a bunch, you probably wouldn't be making a lot of noise because your body's in such shock. And you're like literally choking on blood that you literally are just gurgling. And I think that's way worse. It's horrifying. It's horrifying. Someone who's also really good about that is Rob Zombie's movies. Mm. I mean, there is a lot of screaming and crying in his movies. But I feel like when people get killed in his movies, you get a lot more like the thing. A lot of of the gurgles, yeah. But but in terms of answering your question, (laughs) I don't know. I don't know if stabbing someone in like the stomach, you would get an immediate like blood out. Um, yeah. I also noticed that in movies when people get shot and some of them blood is coming out of their mouths. Other times it's not. Yeah. What's I triggering the blood of the mouth? I don't think people are really doing research when they, no. I think it's just so established in film that this is how it goes or can go. If you kill mm-hmm. someone in the movie that everyone just kind of does what they want. It's, it's, it's maybe we should kill someone to find out. Let's kill someone to find, let's kill each other. Oh my God. Yes. We'll be like those yes. gay guys that ate each other. <laughs> yes all right well i'll meet you in california we can go to the oscar museum and then we can kill each other for the pod oh my god can we kill each other at the academy museum oh my god yeah, well while we're holding the oscar yes yes well, i'll stab you with the oscar i feel like that's a very black swan moment <laughs> like i did it i got an oscar <laughs> and then you can like die thinking you want an oscar oh my god that's how i want to go yeah whenever i win my oscar um i want you to snipe me Beautiful. I'll be ready. I'll be <laughs> ready. You. Like, what's his face? John Wilkes Booth. Yeah, or Lee Harvey Oswald. That's the other one. <laughs> That's the other one. <laughs> John Wilkes Booth who killed Lincoln. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but he's more iconic because he like stabbed him or something. No, did he shoot him? No, he shot him. Yeah, but it was like during a play. Yeah, it was in the theater. Like it, it'll be like in the Dolby Theater, the Dolby oh Theater. Oh my god! And, so yeah, oh so god. it is more like a John Wilkes Booth moment. A little John Wilkes Boothy. It's a little <laughs> bit more close contact because I'm not a trained sniper, so I don't think I could leave oh, yeah. Harvey Oswald it. Yeah, come up. Know what you got to do. Come up, kill me, then take my Oscar and do do your own speech. That sounds amazing, but then someone has to kill me. Can you kill and me like as you're dying? <gasps> yes. Oh my god! Oh my amazing. god! Yes. yes um, wow, we're gonna get flagged for this. Um, we are. Yeah, we're gonna get taken. We're gonna off absolutely get taken down again. <laughs> again. <laughs> like, imagine uh, explaining this to a board. Like, why we should get our podcast back? Like, no, it's like American it's Psycho. It's humor. dark humor. Yeah, it's called humor. <laughs> it's called jokes. Look it up. I'm a comedian. <laughs> Look it up. Look it up. <sighs> I'm right. not a comedian, but. <laughs> but you're funny. But anyway, I'm a willing maybe. participant and I deserve my <laughs> rights. <laughs> yeah, exactly. To be killed. Uh, um, okay. <laughs> anyway. All right. My name is Dylan Garcia. You can follow me on Twitter at Dylan Garcia on Instagram at Garcid. See what this and movie does. And at Garcid. See what this movie does to people. It makes you go crazy. It turns yeah. you into an American psycho. Yeah, it sure does. Uh, and I'm Kirk Van Sickle. <laughs> and you can follow me on Instagram at Kirk underscore Van Sickle. And you can find me on Twitter and on Letterboxd at K-R-K-V-N-S-C-K-L-E. Uh, also follow our pods uh, pages on TikTok and on Instagram and Twitter at uh, STR8PPLMovies. Woo! Woo! We did it. Yeah. All right. I'm going to go see Matmos now. You American psycho, you. I am such an American psycho. Uh, bye. Bye. And out came talk. Talk. Talk.